everyone, this is Kidlit TV's Katya Shipchuk welcoming you to the Kidlit TV podcast. On this podcast series, you'll hear fun and enlightening conversations with stars in the Kidlit world. Today, join the Kidlit TV team on an exciting field trip to the Talia Summer Book Club Camp at Symphony Space, where we interviewed New York Times bestselling author Suman Chinani about his book, The School for Good and Evil. So be sure to jump into this Kidlit adventure, only found on Kidlit TV. Katja Shivchuk on the spot at the Talia Book Club Camp at Symphony Space. Today we're going to be interviewing Saman Shinani, author of The School for Good and Evil. And he's here to answer a few questions for us. So, Saman, how are you enjoying the book club so far? Oh, it's been so much fun. I'm just happy to be here. So, yeah, no, it's been great. It's been a really fun time, and it's been a nice way to sort of close out uh, the whole first week of promoting the book and all that stuff, to actually be with kids yeah, yeah. Uh, versus doing big events. So. What would you say the heart for the school of good and evil is? I think it's a, it's a critique of Disney in the sense of looking at the fact that Disney stories often crystallize what's a hero and a villain so kind of superficially. And I wanted to subvert those things and take you inside the villain's story. So it was very important for me to tell the villain side of the story and let you choose who you wanted to root for. It's like a critique of Disney. I'm a fan of Disney, so <laughs> I appreciate that. So what would you say your biggest inspiration was? I think probably it was the fact that I often rooted for the villains in a lot of stories growing up because I thought they were the more interesting characters. So I wanted to do a series where you could follow the villains and you could actually see their side of the story. So I think that was a really important part to me. So I agree that your thesis was, it was fantastic, and the idea behind it that evil women make irresistible characters, what would you say why you chose that? I think it was that when I looked at the Disney movies, you had like 50 animated movies, but only seven featured female villains. But those were the seven I remembered the most. And I wanted to know why female villains were the, the most memorable sort of bad guys. And so when you look at a male villain, they often rely on weapons and strength and kind of brute force. And women have to rely much more on intelligence and cunning and wit and you know manipulation and all these sorts of things. And I just feel like they make for more interesting villains, mm. you know. Many writers are always concerned that if they have hobbies or if they take time off from their writing that they'll just be like left out in the dust. Would you say that actually taking a step back from your writing has improved it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get much of a, a step back uh, during writing of the series because it was, you know, just a three-year-long sprint. Yeah. But I think before I write my next one, I'll take some time, and I think it always does help. I, I think it's good to have some sort of break before you start a new project. Otherwise, you go in a little bit fried and you need that kind of clear head to start over. Everyone always says what their favorite hero is. What would you say your favorite villain is? Favorite villain I think would be Maleficent in Sleeping Beauty and I think um, I just like the fact that she was so quiet. There wasn't so much anger and all that stuff. It was a very sort of calm, composed you know, villainy to her and I just was always found that the scariest. So definitely, <laughs> definitely her for sure. So how have kids inspired your work? I just think they're honest. You know, and I think their honesty comes through just in, in any interaction with them. And I try to bring that to the books, is just kind of have as make the characters as honest as possible, you know? Um, and I think that's what I enjoy the most about working with kids, is there's not so much artifice uh, the, w the way there is with adults. So, yeah. This question is always challenging for writers. Why do you write? You know, I think it's just your ultimate mode of self-expression. So I always say I write because I have to. There, there's no other option. And when I don't, I don't feel the same. So it's, it's just a... It's almost as natural as breathing to me. I have to do it. It's hard. It's it's a nightmare sometimes, but it's just what I have to do. So at Kidlit TV, we're all about diversity. So how is it like to be a Desi author? I mean, I think it's interesting because 
it's hard to sort of crystallize it and figure out what it brings to your work from a, a self-conscious point of view. I think that's sort of up to the readers to decide, but I think it does, when you grow up sort of in a different culture, it does affect everything. It affects your view of the world. And so, you know, I'm not surprised that a lot of the, the readers are, you know, Indian themselves from, you know, all over the world. So I just think it's just, it's sort of an added bonus that I get to lead, uh, meet a lot of Indian kids who've read the book. So, yeah. Giblet TV is a big fan of your work, and I will be sure to read, no spoiling everything, though, but I'll be sure to read all your books soon, and, yeah, it was great meeting you. Thanks, Alfred.